0: Welcome back to the 7-Day Weekend Podcast, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. In this episode, it is part two of five in our series with Ricky Roberts the Third, And specifically in this episode, we're going to be talking about the skateboard community and how rad it is to be in it and a part of it. In case you missed last week's episode, um, just click right back and have a little listen. It's all about perspective. And Ricky gives you a little bit of background information about himself. So, uh thanks again for tuning in and here we go on with the podcast now luckily i i logged many uh many a tapes at the ymca skate camp many years ago nice. yeah that was nice. yeah so that that would occupy so are you still
1: nights. teaching skateboarding
0: um, so I, I haven't like started teaching it yet. Um, my friend who um he works with me at the same school that I do. He does a skate uh like after school skate class on Fridays. Um but where we do our pop up, um, they're building a, a skate park right there. And when the park does get built, like I've already asked them like, can I do Come on, cat. Can I do lessons? Um, can we have, like, a an early morning session for, like, just whoever's an early riser come and skate and drink some local coffee? And they're like, yeah, that sounds cool. So, yeah, this kind of goes into, like, the next little segment of uh, community. So Love it. Perfect, perfect transition it. for sure. So, um, yeah, I you know for me and just from like my experiences i feel like just helping like cultivate and uh just no don't eat that sorry (laughs) just helping the community is like one of the most important parts to skateboarding because if there's not really a community there's there essentially like is no stoke on skateboarding i don't know what's your What's your, what's your take?
1: Uh, the skateboard communities, it's amazing. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think that everyone just gives to each other organically in the skate community, whether it be, uh, someone leaving a pile of products at the park for people in need to take or that will benefit from them or someone, Giving an old board, you know, for me, one of my favorite things to do is give my decks away. Like, I just love giving decks to a kid who's riding something that it's bad. (laughs) It's had had
0: a good lifespan. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: had a good life, very well used. And being one of those kids who grew up in poverty... And knowing the times that uh, some pros that were around really took care of me, and, and different people gave me boards before I started getting flow, it, it means so much, you know. So I always love to to pass that on. And um, but beyond products, I feel like the skateboard community offers this sense of of belonging and acceptance and support for. Everyone in it, no matter what your race, gender, religion, um, socioeconomic classes, whatever, any things that may normally divide us yeah. are non-existent in the skateboard community. Um, at least, I don't even have to say at least that's been my experience because that's just what it is. That's facts you know, no. based on what you see, no matter where you are and where you go and people are skateboarding.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I remember, like, cool, cool story and, like, experience I had. I was, like, uh, traveling around Europe on a bus back in 2003. So, like, I just graduated college. I'm, like, on this little bus tour. I'm going to all these places. And we end up in uh, Nice, France. And I go... And this is, like... Pre internet stuff, and right. I, I end up at this spot that I am just like, oh dang, this is like really sick. Um, it's like a oversized two, and like the bottom stair, like also like doubles as a ledge, and it's it's nice. just this it's circular, so it's like your your possibilities are like endless. And I befriended these French dudes who were really sick, by the way. The the stigma that French people are jerks is a complete lie. They just really <laughs> love their country. Bottom line. But they were super nice. They were super friendly. And then they were telling me, they're like, yeah, just like a week ago, like Spanky and Gino Iannucci were here, like, skating this. I'm like, what? And then lo and behold, like a while later, like what they told me was in a, on video. Wow. Which was pretty cool. I'm like, dang, that's really sick. But, but going back to like the community, they were like, they were super nice. I'm like, yo, like, what do you guys do? Like, like what's your day? Like, like, let's go. So we skated and then we're like, oh, we're going to go to the market. We're going to get some stuff. And then we're just going to go to the beach. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so like I have a of these French kids. They were super nice. Hung out with them like all day. Like went to the beach and enjoyed like a nice sunset on the shores of Nice. And that was because of skateboarding and being like a cool person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and that's, being-
1: a, that's another thing is being, you know, there is, there's a, there's a standard of, of that to get that acceptance. And the only standard is just be a cool person. Be yeah. respectful. You know, you show up on a scene and you're cool and you're respectful, you're automatically, everyone's there supporting and, and encouraging you. You know, they're there. But there's the other side of if you're not cool, you may not get, get the same love you know as as easily i would say
0: no definitely if if i if it was flipped and you know i was sort of this like you know arrogant person in a foreign country and yeah like didn't bother (laughs) yeah like didn't bother to like speak their a little bit of their language like and i told them i'm like i can speak a little french i'm like i'm not very good my language is like super limited but i'll I'll try and communicate the best that I can. So yeah, if, if it was like the exact opposite and I just like, you know, rolled in, I was kind of like a jerk, like didn't talk, like just alienated myself. Like none of that would have happened. So just being just nice, asking questions, talking, being personable, like led to, like, conversations, and, like, hey, like, come on, and, you know, join us, you're, like, you're with us for the day, and I'm, like, oh, this is great, like, (laughs) I wouldn't have, like, experienced this otherwise, so I got, like, a cool taste of, like, what their, what their day was, and I'm, like, I'm super, like, thankful and appreciative of that, and I can, like, still remember that to this day as if it were, like, last week,
1: it's awesome, man, so
0: it's, it's pretty cool, like, the skate community, there. They're a good bunch of peoples, you know, for the most part. And I think that goes for, like, for anywhere. I think if, you know, and like, during the bus tour and, like, going back to you giving out boards, um, like, the end of the bus trip, it was in London. And I just, I remember I'm like, oh, I got to get to the PlayStation Skate Park. (laughs) Which, I, I can't remember what they call it now, but uh like within the last year like primitive did a demo and like everybody like shut the place down it was sick it's like it kind of looks like it's under a bridge um i know you would know Mm. what i'm talking about it's not Mm. south bank Mm -hmm. it's not south bank it's it's a graffiti
1: and stuff on it
0: i want to say so like i remember like a long time ago part to it i remember a long time ago like there was uh when lakai did like the harsh euro barge Um, like I remember Anthony Pappalardo, like back 50, like the huge hubba and Rick Howard, like backed him up with the front 50 down at two. You would remember it if you see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You would know anyways, like, um, like I was just like asking kids, I'm like, how much does stuff cost here? I'm like, Oh, it's a lot. Like, I can't remember what they said, but I'm just like, dang, Really? So I was just like, do you have a tool? And he was like, yeah. I was just like, and I took my board apart. I'm like, here, like you, like your boards beat. I'm like, you need this more than I do. Like I have an extra, like I have an extra. Just go ahead and you can, you can have this. Like, I hope it like brings you joy and you rip it up. So yes. Yeah. I don't know. And they're like just like the. And I'm cost... sure they're
1: so happy,
0: dude. Yeah, and they were super cool. I I don't remember their names, but I just remember like connecting with them and like once again like talking with them and just like asking them questions of like how much are like how much your stuff here because I remember like when I was in London, I spent more money in like two days than I spent in like four to five in like general Europe. Yeah, like, God, this place is expensive expensive it is it's pricey there i'm just like holy moses like (laughs) do you need a board (laughs) go ahead yeah so yeah that was like that, that was another experience of like you know just sense of community and helping people out and i don't know just help them and keep them skating yeah there's
1: times i'll you know i'll be at the skate park and i'll just sit there and just watch you know, I mean, watching skating and like assessing the, the people from so many different walks of life and um, ages, races, like it's just like I said, genders, all of it, it. You just see them truly, you know, everyone's skateboarding individually. Yeah. But everyone is there together. In a sense, like you get that vibe, you're all sharing in something that you love and connect with. But then you're you're offering offering that moral support and encouragement that honestly, you know, if that didn't exist in the skateboarding, I don't know that we would see the level of skateboarding that we do. I don't know that there's certain things I ever would have done if I had to battle my own mental stuff trying to do a trick or learn something or push myself to do something that's uncomfortable without that sense of nurturing support that exists in the skate community. Like uh, as people, we it's proven in the skateboarding uh, world that we thrive from that. Like skateboarders thrive so um, abundantly in what they do and progressing in their own level of skateboarding because of that surrounding element of support and community that is unspoken.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's definitely helped a lot more since there's just a, a complete abundance of skate parks now as opposed to 20 Absolutely. years ago? Absolutely. Uh, um, like, what do you think the community no, would be like without them?
1: Still you know, but when I look back uh there were no skateboard park there were no parks when I started skateboarding, like it was just wherever you could skate, so once yeah. in a while a backyard, backyard ramp would come up or whatever, and then there was a period of time where skateboarding just got outlawed in in the city of saint Pete oh, okay uh, I mean, I was at fourteen years old going to a city council meeting, begging them not to to outlaw because we didn't have anywhere to skate like there was nowhere to go but even then before that time i'd still remember people super welcoming i mean we would meet people at street spots
0: yeah
1: next thing you know you're you know you're driving to atlanta to go skate with some dudes you don't even know <laughs> like you're like going up the next weekend you, you write their number down on your little phone sheet of yeah. paper that you had in your pocket right um and backyard ramps, I think you had to wait the right vibe before you stepped on the ramp. If you just showed up to a backyard ramp, it was usually like sit down for a little while, oh, yeah. cheer some people on until you feel okay to just hop into it, you know, <laughs> um, if it's not your crew backyard. Yeah. But I, I never put it this way regardless of the parks or not, I never felt unwelcomed. Yeah. By other
0: skateboarders. Yeah, definitely. At
1: w- when I had my
0: skateboard. Did you did you frequently like hang out in shops and stuff like that?
1: Uh, when I was younger, yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, um, which
0: which stores were those?
1: The shop I spent the most time in was this place called Sundance. That's no longer there. There was. Like, they had it set up in behind their shop that they would do little contests or, like, oh, okay. team tryouts. And then they moved and um, had a little mini ramp inside of their shop and then a quarter outside. So oh, cool. So we would always be up there skating. Um, and the owners would take us to contests and stuff, too. So that was pretty rad.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Do you think yep. that... Do you think skate shops are still an important community hub?
1: Absolutely. I, um, you know, I, I see the, the two local shops around here, Anchor skate supplies one and, and West side are like the two immediate local shops close to where I am. And the, the hub for their, like their crew of yeah. skateboarders and their team riders and stuff like that. they, it's a strong anchor for for them you know and um i was just at a, a couple weeks ago a video premiere that the west side did that's um do you remember john montessi
0: yeah definitely for New Deal. Is,
1: yeah yeah that's as, his as,
0: as you were saying i was like yeah. west side. i was like yeah oh, it sounds like john montessi um
1: so he uh and um he had they had a video premiere recently and i was there to to watch the there's some guys i see at the park all the time just shred and i I was excited to see their parts, you know. Was it a and, shop uh, video? Yeah. yeah oh, cool. It was a welcome to the team for one of the guys. Oh, sick. Sort of a collab, kind of uh, uh, c- compilation edit for some of their other riders. Oh, tight. And um, the, uh, it was an amazing video. But anyways, at the shop, I was just there, and I had not been to. Well, I had been to one not too long ago, but just like remembering that vibe for all of them. Cause they're, they're younger than I am obviously. So it was like just seeing it and like seeing what that meant to them and their whole, the, the sense of camaraderie, you know um, at that shop and also at anchor uh, it's, it's, it's rad to see. I think that that's still a really important element of bringing skateboarders together, especially the, the younger ones, you know, it's, Oh, fully. It's a place they can go and watch videos and hang out and go skate a little bit. Go back to the shop and it's like the the one anchor that was talking about. Actually, Westside also both of them are right by skate parks. Oh, okay. Westside has two locations. But one of them is right by a skate park, and and Anchor Skate supplies also like by the new regional skate park we got here how, in uh, Saint
0: Petersburg. How long has Anchor been around?
1: Um, the new owner, Jay Turner, uh, I think it been like two years and it was like, uh, some other guys that were involved. Um, he, they had it for a little while and I'm not sure exactly if it was just, you know, the timing of things or, or whatever, but Jay ended up buying that from what I understand, but he's, he's had it for a couple years and the other guys, Nick and uh, Rob had it for a little while. But it's uh, it seems like three years maybe oh, or cool. longer I'm not
0: sure, and then how long' West Side been around She's insane. been around for a while <laughs> I'm not sure. yeah they've they've
1: they've been a, they've been around
0: they've weathered a few storms oh
1: I feel like I don't know when John opened that shop it was dude, I don't think it was too long it it may i'm not sure
0: uh, i don't I don't know either. But yeah, I know it's been a good, good hot minute. Yeah. For sure. Are you close to uh, Skate Park of Tampa? Uh,
1: Like 30 minutes, 30 minutes away or something
0: like that. Oh, okay. Did you go to the contest? Did you go to the I contest? Did. I oh, did. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: What's yeah, was, like,
0: okay, so <laughs> what's the community like in that like space and around it when those events are like firing
1: um like oh you mean like people who don't skate kind of like the or just the, in general just like,
0: yeah just in general like what like what's it like cause I mean cause now they have like the webcast capabilities and you can like you could see the contest but you obviously like can't feel like the synergy like oh uh,
1: it's dude it's it's just like everyone it's like um do you surf yeah i surf okay so you kind of know when you're um i don't know if it'd be a good comparison but you know like when you're out on the beach the weather's perfect it's offshore like just perfect peeling waves and everyone's just kind of smiling you know um that vibe it's it's kind of like that you know the um Everyone's just happy. They're so stoked, and everyone's walking around and seeing friends that they haven't seen in a long time. It's almost like a big family reunion, I guess, for a lot of people. Yeah. But it, it's good. It's it's good vibes. Super positive. Outside of what you see on the webcast yeah, is, and I know they show it in the recap videos, mm-hmm. but everything outside, there's just people everywhere hanging out, and they have big screen setups everywhere for people to watch if they're outside. Um, yeah. And then the skate parks get more crowded than normal, which is, which is rad because people are coming in. Now there's so many different parks around us that they spread out quite a bit, but it's just a, it's like, it's a cool vibe. Everyone's just happy to be in town and being there for the Tampa pro skating, seeing people, so even if people don't go to the contest, you still feel the vibe in the skate community in general.
0: Yeah, I mean it's like one of the longest running contests
1: <laughs> period that's still around. Dude, I was I was going to the spot when there was a vert ramp inside. So I had, Ooh. you know, I had some friends that I'd, had the opportunity to kind of tag along with and as I got older, skate more with that were pro um, it was Lance Conklin, Bo Turner Scott Turner, oh, they rode for Atlanta, Lance was pal um, and then so I would get to go in with, because at first it wasn't really like full on open to the public Yeah, and they just evolved over time but just a vert ramp and see Paul Zitzer and Mike Frazier in there shredding and then they built the street spot people were living in there they had apartment like it was a full like imagine a skate house but it was a skate warehouse there were just people they were just figuring it out as they no, were totally <laughs> brick by brick amazing uh, yeah literally literally brick by brick so those guys have you know they've, they've done a phenomenal job at making it what it is today and putting in so much time energy and resources over the years and still, like taking that level of commitment where there was no nowhere to skate really that was the time where this the city was outlawing and I think Tampa was doing the same thing and um there were no parks a spot like open and you know they weren't having the pro contest right away obviously but right. turn into a place to go
0: yeah definitely uh, Became the the hub. How how long have you been going to the Tampa Pro contests?
1: Um, honestly, I don't go every year. Oh, okay. You know, uh, like a long time ago, I'd go a lot more than than I do do now. You know, um, I went this past year, but it's. I mean, I first started like first went to the spot probably when I was, I want to say fifteen or something. Fifteen oh, okay. or six when it first opened, before it was open. Oh wow, cool!
0: Did you go to the contest where Danny Way like shut down the vert ramp and like equally annihilated the street course? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that that yeah, be... it
1: was, dude. It was like honestly, for a while, you know, I'd get like crowd anxiety and stuff from like PTSD from the stabbing that I would just it was hard for me to go in like big crowds for a long time um just like it would just the anxiety would kind of supersede what i would enjoy out of it you know yeah um but it yeah it's it's just uh so that those were the times i think when it was like i wasn't going at all I and mean, it's it just over the years gone in spurts now i'm totally cool i mean i don't I can be in crowds and not freak out. <laughs>
0: that's uh that that's good for sure. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that took some work, dude. That was but that's
1: a lot of like I've I definitely um contribute that like being able to get through that to skateboarding for sure. That was um yeah, that's a whole nother conversation and what skateboarding did in terms of outlet stuff like that i'm rick roberts iii and you're listening to seven day weekend
0: i love it we're out until next time thanks for listening everybody or watching however you consume hey everyone thanks for listening to the seven day weekend podcast we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to just have a listen and being here with us Uh, The 7-Day Weekend Podcast is produced by 118 Media and Void. The music that you heard in the beginning and near the end was written by Ryan Delgado, and it was performed by Ryan Delgado, Drew Morris, and myself. If you wouldn't mind, and uh, if you could, you could rate this podcast and maybe write a review to uh, give listeners a little bit of context on what this podcast is about and why they might be interested in listening to it as well. So yeah, just thanks again, guys, for listening and have a great seven-day weekend.